0: This episode of Cutscene has not been sponsored by Domino's Pizza. Domino's Pizza has provided no promotional consideration for this episode. But they have good pizza.
1: Thank you for joining us. Music provided by Apple. Welcome to Cutscene. Uh we talk about movies. We talk about people that make movies. We talk about people video. that watch movies. And we watch movies. We like to watch movies. Movies are fun. Movies are meant to be fun. Uh you know, we try not to hate on movies. But sometimes movies need to be hated on.
0: <laughs> sometimes they just invite it.
1: They invite it. But it's okay. And that's and, and that's one of those situations where we find ourselves today. <laughs> uh on this episode we're going to be talking about a bar black superman this movie came out in 1975 I want Se- to say.
0: 77 i think was it 77 i think yeah. it was 75 might have been 77 it was filmed in 75 and wasn't finished until 77
1: right it wasn't shown yeah it wasn't shown in seven till 77 it's yeah. shelved for two years so yeah. uh yeah 1977 a bar the first black superman yeah uh Wow, this, yeah. This movie, uh, there's a lot to say about it. Um,
0: there's a lot more than we knew because yeah. we watched it last year, uh, and we were gonna we recorded an episode for it and and decided not to. Uh,
1: yeah, not to air it. Not, not to air it. I think we were yeah. both pretty tired we and pretty, exhausted after. Yeah, watching this one. Oof!
0: It takes a lot out of you.
1: Yeah, um, but. Well, Well, yeah, before we get started, uh, I would like to invite you guys to definitely uh, subscribe to us on iTunes. Yes. Um, We're going to, you know, we're going to. SoundCloud? Are we still on SoundCloud? Yeah, we're still hosted through SoundCloud. So you can sign into uh, SoundCloud, you know, create an account. It's free. Sign in, listen to us Can also leave us some feedback. Tell us, you know, if there's any kind of movie that you want us to talk about or anything that you want to review or anything that you have to say. Give us some, you know, give us some feedback. We look forward to hearing from you and uh, finding out what we can do better to make our show better. Um, We have a a YouTube channel. Uh, Our YouTube channel is not really film-devoted yet. Um, Most of these podcasts will be going up on our YouTube channel at some point soon. Uh, Right now, it's mainly for video games. It's uh, Corn Tater 83, and then there's also our other YouTube channel, Beast Grinder. Beast Grinder. So uh, definitely follow us on that. Uh, follow us on Twitter. Um, mine at CornTater83 underscore pro. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> I think that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't done this in a while. Yeah. We, <laughs> we a little took a rusty. pretty. Yeah, we were rusty. Yeah, we are a little rusty. So you got to give us a little bit of time to get back into the groove. We're going to try and find a place, settle in, and maybe get some really good content out there for you guys. Yeah. Um, so uh, let's start with uh, let's so start with our show.
0: We are doing a series of uh, of superhero movies with black main characters yes um, in honor of or to celebrate rather uh, the Black Panther movie coming out uh, actually coming out this week uh, we're gonna be doing a series of uh, movies who have uh, superhero movies with uh, black main characters yeah uh, and today uh, we're talking about bar.
1: yeah and like superman and let's not forget this is black history month um that's another reason why we're doing it um we usually don't like to get political or so you know have any kind of social commentary in our show but um this is you know you know we did this last year uh with a lot of jim kelly films so Ooh, i figured we'd continue the trend this year because uh you know we got to show our love for the uh, for our African American actors and actresses. Yep. That you know they really set a set a set a high standard for, you know, and did did as much as they could, especially for the independent film scene. Oh, absolutely. Stuff, you know, yeah. so uh, I think it's really important to celebrate that. And uh, while A Bar might not be a film that you would celebrate, <laughs> 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 it is yeah. definitely something that you could say, "Wow." that was something that, that exists yeah that exists so uh, uh i guess let's talk about uh yeah what are your first impressions of it
0: uh my first impressions were uh man this is low budget I, the dialogue is sort of poorly written um it seems like uh i know that uh, like back in the day um, like american international pictures uh was famous for Shooting low quality, you know. We're filming it this week. It's coming out in theaters next week. You know that kind of thing. Let's just get it in the can and, and get it gone. This felt like sort of that that drive-in type movie that you would say, okay, well, this is you know, nobody really, nobody. Basically, somebody put their entire weekend into this movie, and mm-hmm. uh, you know,
1: kind of like Double Down.
0: Kind of like Double Down. Like they like the, this is um, on a side note. If you've never seen Double Down, I, I'm pretty sure it's on YouTube. Uh, it's by a guy named Neil Breen, and he is an American treasure. Um, because uh, so. that's, that I think is the only movie that we've ever watched that I've seen Corny get physically ill. They get uh, hurt me. It physically hurt him to watch this movie. And uh, I, I had fun watching it um, and fun watching Corny. But uh, with, uh, with uh, A Bar, John A Bar Black Super Well, A Bar Black Superman. Um, that was my first impression. Was that you know, man, this is a low budget uh, movie, and uh, it seems to be following a lot of the same tones as uh, as a lot of the black exploitation movies, uh, you know, did um, with you know um, trying to build up you know black community and trying to um, to to set positive role models and positive examples for. Uh, you know, for the black youth, that kind of thing. It it is a very, um, it seems a very politically motivated story. What did you think?
1: Uh, (laughs) Well, I thought it was, I thought it was definitely fun to watch. Yeah. Um, At the very beginning, uh, I mean, it got, (laughs) it it, It got rough really quick. It got rough pretty quick. And there were a lot of times where you really wanted to check out and it was a fight to stay in it. It was a fight to stay in it. Like I could see it being like Double Down, although not. It, it didn't hurt me to watch yeah. it. <laughs> um, it didn't feel as long as Double Down did, which is good. But I guess that happens when you have a, a cast of characters as opposed to like one guy on. Right. Yeah. On Double
0: Down really was just Neil Breen on screen, directing himself. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Stroking his ego and... Uh, eating and tuna fish. <laughs> eating tuna fish, yeah. And trying to heal cancer. Yes. <laughs> um, but, then, uh, but then... But then... A-bar was... Uh, you know, there was a, a, a good cast of characters. You mm-hmm. had... Um, um,
1: I think the film had a lot of heart. It had, its heart was in the right place. Yeah, yeah. Um, I would agree with that. You know, it, it, it definitely... It definitely felt like the movie tried to uh uh, create a message a a happy message but it just it felt like it was executed poorly (sighs) i don't want to get into spoilers this early because we're gonna have the discussion about the film let's talk about the production quality of the movie it looked i mean we watched a dvd copy so obviously it it wasn't high quality it doesn't even look like really that they tried to restore the film they just right. kind of took it printed it and sold it as is so it's like a very low grade vhs quality film sure now i haven't seen the original print in theaters so i don't know exactly how it looked but if the theater version of yeah. it is anything like what we saw yeah it's not good and i would um,
0: i would say it, it the original was Probably not too far off from what we saw.
1: Yeah, I mean it, the the sound there were the the sound was bad. Um, yeah, the, the ADR was worse. Yeah, <laughs> uh, or well, that's part of the sound. So I guess yeah, the, the yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was bad. Um, the the cinematography was it was about as expected for a seventies low budget black exploitation film. Yeah, and and you know. Um, you know, you just got a talk. lot of weird
0: cuts and a lot of uh, like strange um, s- sort of stiff angles for your shots, that kind yeah. of thing. And
1: like some shots are really too tight, some shots are yeah, uh, maybe a little too wide. But there's not really any kind of like there's not really any kind of narrative
0: structure in the shots that are being yeah. set up, um, and where you would have normally had a cut and and maybe just transition to the next scene they they tended to hold some scenes a little bit too long exactly well, we right. got to watch these people get into their car and drive away you know yeah. you can't just assume that they leave
1: right if you or, don't see
0: them drive away you you assume that they're just there forever
1: exactly or <laughs> uh you know they might cut a little too much or you yeah. know things like that uh you know the colors oh the colors the colors yeah. do the colors <laughs> uh the colors oh the colors um so, I mean, from a technical standpoint, just based on the quality of the version we saw, I was not pleased. Yeah. But, you know, I expected that from an older film. You sure. Know, low budget. Low budget film. Um, as far as the production goes, from what I understand, most of the people that worked on it were, like, first-time filmmakers anyway. That's what I was going to say. It like, seems
0: like a, a very, very rookie crew.
1: <laughs> Speaking of, let's talk about that. Yeah. Uh, I was going to bring that up, yeah. Yeah, so, if you want to... No, 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 go ahead. Go okay. ahead. Okay, um, well...
0: You're just going to read read off of the Wikipedia?
1: Well, no, I'm not going to use the Wikipedia. Well, the Wikipedia uses an article, and I'm going to quote the article uh, by Richard Harlan Smith of Turner Classic Movies. Uh, He wrote an article on the website about it. He had an interview with uh, 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 Tobar Mayo, the guy that actually plays... He's the star. uh, You know, the star. He's the star he plays.
0: The eponymous Abar.
1: Abar. Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) <laughs> John um, Abar
1: yeah, he has a conversation with uh, Ronald, Ronald Victor Garcia and other various members of people that worked on the film <laughs> the The film itself the, the,
0: the movie got so much better for me when I learned this
1: <laughs> yes uh, the, the movie was the idea was created and the story was created and the movie's actual the first production of it started By a guy named James Smalley. He was a Louisiana-born person, man. Yeah. And he was a pimp. Yep. (laughs) So, uh, this movie (laughs) was put together by a Louisiana pimp. Yep. And it was shot in his whorehouse. (laughs) A working whorehouse. A working whorehouse. At least partially, yeah. Partially, until they took the film from him, eventually, and started trying to finish it. Um, now the film was, he,
0: he, he ran out of money. I think yeah man. was he, that the thing. Uh, the,
1: well, out. they, the production was running long and he, he, uh, like they eventually kind of, you know, shifted production to Los Angeles and okay. he ended up getting in, they ended up getting into a lot of trouble because they were shooting, apparently shooting, um, illegally. Like they didn't have a permit. Oh, no permits. Yeah. No permits. They hired a local mo- motorcycle gang yeah, yeah. to drive through <laughs> one of the upper class, white neighborhoods yeah and uh it created problems with the neighborhood in general <laughs> yeah because they weren't you know they weren't professional actors so they they, they were still look, a gang they
0: did look pretty legit though yeah uh and and on a side note they had some fine looking bikes yeah i mean the one that bar rode that that trike yeah man I would, that was not- oh man I, I would love to have that thing.
1: He uh it was beautiful. Man, uh, apparently the LAPD was there on, on set and yeah. whenever the like the whenever they showed up, the biker gang would like harass them. They're and, showing like, up
0: showing up to shut down production.
1: Yeah, and yeah. the the biker gang would harass them and drive circles around their cars, <laughs> and the police would stay in their cars <laughs> because they didn't want to get beat up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was
0: probably prudent. Yeah.
1: It was it was crazy. But, um, you know, that, those, those are just a couple of things about it. Uh,
0: a Louisiana pimp and a California biker gang,
1: Mm-hmm.
0: man, that's, it does, that's amazing.
1: It doesn't get much better than that.
0: Yeah. That is just amazing.
1: Now, um, the movie was finished in 1975 mm-hmm. and, uh, released in 1977 because it was shell and, uh, because it didn't really do well, uh, it was sent to like all the low, low budget like drive-ins and stuff like that they yeah. call that like the chitlin cinema scene or something like that
0: Ch- chitlin circuit or something yeah the
1: chitlin circuit yeah yeah
0: a That's lot of a, your, your your southern um and it was i think it was um i did a little bit of reading on on the chitlin circuit it was um basically playhouses and and uh theaters that were that were welcoming of uh you know a lot of black cinema and black theater and stuff like that mm-hmm. so um the, where where they could actually have exposure for their movies that kind of thing so yeah
1: you know uh I'm reading again uh apparently uh Jack Tucker was the editor for the film okay and uh uh, Smalley, the pimp. Right. Uh, pimp Smalley. I'm gonna call him Pimp Smalley. <laughs> pimp Smalley. The uh, <laughs> he uh, the director. A pimp. The,
0: a pimp named Smalley.
1: Yeah, a pimp named Smalley. <laughs> uh, he basically what he did was he created a uh, a faux protest outside the editing suites, and alleging racism and. Uh, you know, resulting in the arrival of the police in a near standoff situation, just to rush this guy in editing the film wow. and make him hurry up.
0: Wow. Yeah,
1: he staged a he staged a he staged a riot, and the police showed up again. Now,
0: did he use the biker gang for this riot? No, he did not. Okay, but see, that's thinking outside the box. Yeah. You know, like, hey, your, your production is running too long. Uh, you know, post production just dragging. Let's just stage a, a protest and uh, and hurry this guy along.
1: Yeah, sit there, act like you know you don't. They don't want your black self. Yeah. <laughs> editing that movie. Get out.
0: <laughs> that's, that's how it was. That's kind of awesome, actually. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. And a uh, 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 reading again. Uh, the movie's biggest pyrotechnical calamity occurred when the sound editor accidentally set his afro on fire.
0: Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I want to see a movie made of the making of this movie.
1: Man, I would write. The, I would I, I would I would write the book. Oh my and gosh! Make the movie at a heartbeat.
0: Oh my gosh! That 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 big that just that's my dream project now. <laughs> I want to see the making of of a bar black Superman.
1: <laughs> we gotta find. It, we gotta it, gotta it find
0: need, to, need to be like the disaster artist. There you it's, go. It's, that's the the, the story yeah. of the making of the room. Yeah,
1: or Tropic Thunder. Or the Tropic Thunder. This, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> Wow, isn't that great? That's that's all I want from Hollywood right yeah. now. Like I don't even care if I see Black Panther. I, I want to see the, the making make, of a, a bar. The making of a bar. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Man, well, if uh, if uh, Mr. Mayo happens to be finding listening, finding a bar.
0: Ooh. Yeah. No, Ooh. Mr. Mayo passed away several oh. years ago.
1: Oh, he did. Uh, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Is there anybody left? I don't know if
0: anybody in this production is still alive. Um, that sucks. I mean, maybe a couple of the kids. Yeah. still are because they were the young. Kids. Yeah,
1: because I, I would like to,
0: but this was, you know, this was forty years ago, and that the, is true. All this, uh, basically, everybody in the in the movie was, I would say, close to forty, mm-hmm. if not over. I mean, the 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 professor. Um,
1: uh, I'm blank- K- Kincaid.
0: Kincaid. Professor Kincaid, he was he he had to have been well into his fifties. Yeah, you know no, that is true. Um, so you notice he looked like Ben Carson. He did look a lot like, and he had kind of the mannerisms and speech yeah. of uh, of Ben Carson a little yeah. bit too. Yeah. yeah, that was interesting. That was, I, I, I
1: was hoping to see his name in the credits. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, <laughs> So, yeah, well, let's talk a little bit about the uh, about the plot. Okay,
1: all right. So we're <laughs> gonna jump into the plot of the film then. Or oh, did you have uh, do you
0: have something else you wanted to talk no, about? No, no, no,
1: no. Uh, that's pretty much uh, yeah. what I'm looking at now. Okay.
0: Um, I'm sorry, I forget you had the yeah, the, the I, I, order uh, there. Yeah,
1: yeah. No, I brought my uh, I just brought my notes and stuff, okay. and uh, I think I covered pretty much everything that I wanted to talk talk about.
0: I was trying but to find. Uh, I was trying to find the theme song on YouTube, but now, you know, there's, oh, no, there's oh, very worry. little chance of that. Oh, I'll get it. I'll
1: get um, it. Oh.
0: Because the theme song, John Abar's theme, is... It's something.
1: It is something.
0: It's something. It's a very distinctive, uh, and you know, like, when, when that music hits, boom, like, stuff's about to happen. Exactly. John is gonna, you know, he's gonna do some work. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
1: so... so what, uh, do you want to start this one off? Yeah.
0: Sure. Uh, okay. So um, basically, the movie opens up, and uh, there is a moving van being loaded up with stuff. A, a moving—it's a big truck. It's not a van, um, and it's it—you know—sets off going down the road. And then we start to get credits and you know theme song and all that. Uh, which that theme song, man, is something else. Um, <laughs> I'm really gonna have to find so that. So, Doctor Doctor Kincaid is moving his family into a new home uh Mm -hmm. and he is continue this is not readily apparent but he is continuing his work he's a he's a scientist and he is working on some secret project that we don't know about yet but he's movies who's moved his family into this nice home in california um uh dr kincaid is black as is his family and they move into a white neighborhood the neighbors uh Mistake him and his wife for the chauffeur and the maid and say, Well, is Dr. Kincaid uh, coming along soon? And he says, Well, I'm Dr. Kincaid. This is my wife. These are our kids. He says, No! <laughs> no! Not having black people moving in this neighborhood! Uh, it's about five minutes into the movie and we get our first hard end. <laughs> They're alone. <are> <laughs> and basically. Uh, uh, the, uh, the, the, the the this is not funny. It's it's really not. <laughs> this is um, not funny, but it's but so funny. It, it just was it's unbelievable. Was because because she the, this same lady was was excited about oh I want to meet the new neighbors and I'm you know oh I wonder if they'll be nice. Wonder if we'll be friends that kind of thing. And then all of a sudden she's like get out inward. And uh, man it was just it was so shocking how how quickly she swung to the other side. Yeah. Um, and there's instantly a, uh, a riot outside their home people are picketing like uh, the
1: entire neighborhood like there's a guy dressed like a
0: Nazi he had a swastika armband and was doing the salute <laughs> again this is five minutes into the movie uh, and uh, so so there's they're throwing trash all over their yard and everything and, and having a legit riot so dr. Kincaid is you know obviously not welcome well uh, the is it the the homeowners association? I yeah. think is is, is who uh, they say. Well, let's see if we can buy him out of his house, get him to move somewhere else. That'd be the simplest thing. Blah blah blah. Right. So they're they're at his house trying to get him to sell, and he says, you know, no, i I like this house. I've, I've paid a lot of money for this house, and uh, you know, anyway. So John Abar on his Abar radio hears about the trouble that Dr. Kincaid. Is having and John Avar is the head of the. Is the was the the Black Front of Unity.
1: Yeah, the BFU. The BFU. The Black Front of Unity. And uh, is like t- a neighborhood.
0: Like a like neighborhood watch or political uh, like act- yeah you, activists like a little kind of local thing.
1: activist group kind of like I uh, think he 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 preaches in the streets and yeah. talks about the, the oh, I forgot about the talks yeah, about group. poor people and yeah. how the black neighborhood is doing this and doing that. <clears throat> and then he goes out and helps other people in his community. Yeah. So that's kind of what it is, it's like a Salvation Army for black people. Right. Like almost like a little mini Black Panther movement. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's it's the best that's way a, to explain it. Yeah. Go see Black Panther in theaters. Um
1: February 16th.
0: But uh, not endorsed. Not endorsed. We uh, received no compensation from Marvel Studios. But we um, expect
1: it to be good. <laughs> yeah,
0: really expect that movie to be good. Uh, so John Abar shows up to Dr. Kincaid's uh, house and quickly breaks up the riot. He's uh, he's got his motorcycle gang with him, which apparently was a real motorcycle gang. Yes. Um, and they break up the riot and almost
1: offer, instantly. Almost
0: instantly, and uh, he offers his services as uh, a protector, a bodyguard, what have you.
1: That happened later.
0: Well, he he. Yeah,
1: because he was he was trying to convince. Oh, him he was to just move. trying to
0: convince him to move at first. Yeah,
1: because yeah. he was trying to tell him he needs to move back into his yeah. black neighborhood. You need, to, you
0: need to move out of this whorehouse and go find another place. Yeah,
1: because uh, he was like, you know, <laughs> you sit here and say you want to help our people, but yet you live in a white neighborhood. Yeah, move to the ghetto and do where, some good for the and people there. Do some there. good for the people yeah. there.
0: And that room was really, really red.
1: It was red.
0: Man, fire engine red carpet. Furniture, walls, ceiling. Yep. It was amazing. And a white phone. And a white phone. And it just really stood out, and it really made me mad that the phone was not red like the walls on yeah. the carpet.
1: I don't think they would have been able to find the phone if it was red.
0: That's the point. But you you hear it ringing, <laughs> you know, and, and you have to find the phone. It's, it's it makes pretty, a fun game.
1: It surprised me they were really happy with that room being so red. I heard that red actually makes you very angry. Yeah? Yeah. Like blue makes you feel sleepy and makes you feel good. But if you stare, if you have a room that's red, it makes you more irritable.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Maybe that was a special room. Maybe. Mm -hmm. Um. But yeah, and there was pink furniture in the living room too. Yeah. I was like, that. That was some cool furniture. Yeah. Yeah. It was very pink. Yes. And uh, very stylish, seventies chic.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So Abar leaves. Yeah. Um. After Mister Kincaid turns him down. <clears throat> and uh, apparently, there are two guys, two white guys, waiting outside his house, whistling Dixie <sighs> oh, in the middle of California. Yeah,
0: this is the other yeah, next day or something like that. It was the same day. It was the same
1: day. Same day. And yeah. he beat him up and threw him off. through like he, they,
0: they just they weren't just whistling Dixie. They had a coffin.
1: They had a coffin.
0: They had a coffin ready for Doctor Kincaid. <laughs> and we're and we're whistling Dixie. Sorry, and, uh, <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> I can't make it through this without laughing. Like they scooped it in with a shovel, yeah. you know. Um, but yeah, they uh, like they were sitting there whistling Dixie and saying basically like, "You need to move. You need to get out of this neighborhood." And you know, I'm sure there was some more racial slurs. Um, and then that theme music hits. Yeah. boom you know something's about to happen john abar rides in on a garbage truck and beats both of those guys up throws them into the garbage bin on the front of the truck and then tosses the coffin in after them
1: and and then the garbage truck drives
0: off with yeah them. it was great <laughs> it was just... and they had this um this sort of you know um, what it was the next day was the next day. Okay.
1: It was the next day because that Cause night because it was
0: the milk on the on the front porch. Yeah, because that, that step.
1: Yeah, because that night, uh, the night before, uh, their cat died. Uh, they oh, yeah, I forgot about the, the cat. Fir- yeah, the first night in the house, apparently the neighbors decided to gut their cat and string it up. Yeah, on their front door like
0: ding it, dong. It's not a flaming bag of poop. It's your dead cat.
1: It's your dead cat hanging by its intestines from its neck. Oh geez. <laughs> yeah. This movie was pretty dark. Yeah. S- starting out.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Oof.
1: And the cat bled all over, like, the wife for some reason. Yeah, she got blood on her face. I, don't know of, how I guess The cat happened. was swinging. Did yeah, she open you know. the door? I
0: don't know. And then, uh, she's um, like,
1: when are we going to leave here? Oh, my God.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She was very, very vocal about, let's just leave. Before let's just go away.
1: S- something so, bad's going to happen. Yeah.
0: Um, then, um, John Abar gets rid of those guys and uh the 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 doctor Dr. Kincaid says maybe I can use your services after all. Yep. Uh so he be- he basically uh, does he move in with them? Mm-hmm. I was kind of unclear uh, nah, about not,
1: that. Not not really. He's just there until they go to sleep and then he leaves, I guess. He's like a silent. Like that's when he'd want him there.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um but yeah, John Abar sort of becomes his uh his personal bodyguard mm-hmm. and uh Abir? Abar Abar. Abar. Sorry. Oh. Um
1: and while that's happening, the little boy leaves the house, and he's playing with his little oh, frisbee. Oh, with the
0: frisbee! Yeah. Oh my gosh.
1: And then uh, the it hits the the neighbor, his white neighbor, Eric lands in her yard. Yeah. And he's no, it hits
0: her. It hits. She's she's working in her garden, and it hits her hat. That's right. And uh, and it's, she was n- very nonplussed.
1: Yeah, she was like, <laughs> "You little," n-, and just starts. Tearing into him.
0: She was using words I'd never heard before. Yeah,
1: calling him like she calls him the N word, and he's like, and "He's like, can I have my frisbee back?" She's like, "You better stay out of my yard, you little pickin' I don't even know what a piccaninny is. You know what? I'm gonna look that up right yeah, now. Yeah, maybe up. I shouldn't say that on the air if it's maybe, as bad maybe, as I think it maybe is. Have
0: to, maybe have to bleep it. Yeah, but I mean, but yeah, she was uh, she was very like angry with him and all that. Um, and as soon as she starts yelling. Uh, the kid's family, Dr. Kincaid and his family are out of the house. Like hey, like, hey, what are you doing messing with my kid? You keep him out of my yard, blah, blah, blah. Um, Picaninny is a...
1: Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> it's a racial slur which refers to a depiction of a dark-skinned children of African descent. It is a racist and derogatory caricature.
0: <laughs> See, I'd never heard it before this movie. Yeah. Um. Wow. Okay, now I'm a little fuzzy about what happened next. Oh, after they
1: uh, after she screamed at the little boy. Yeah. Uh, she passed out.
0: Oh, that's right. She passed out. And and, then uh, uh, the
1: dad, like the dad and Abar, Mister Kincaid and Abar came out, brought her home, and called her doctor.
0: Yeah.
1: And uh, then. like they kind of skip around a little bit, or time passes that you don't see anything out of that. Yeah, they, they just, just sort of, saved her life, they, essentially. They
0: put her inside on her couch, called her doctor, and then they walk out the front door. And then they left.
1: <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, to
0: le- leave you to assume that everything's okay.
1: Yeah. And uh, then the brother comes over that night and scares the living pants out of, uh, yeah. And he and John Abar isn't like hanging out on their roof or something. And he, like, he
0: was, yeah. Yeah. No. He was, no their, I, he was on their steps. He was
1: on their stairs inside. inside. How did they get inside the house? You know what? It doesn't even matter. He slid open the
0: glass door. So okay, we don't know it's his brother at first. He's wearing a mask. Yeah. Right. And of course, you're like, oh wow, we've already had somebody with a coffin out front, you know, whistling Dixie, yeah. trying to trying to beat up Dr. Kincaid. Who else is this? You know what's 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 going on? So this guy sneaks in, and he's being real, you know, like silent movie sneaking, you know, villain. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's got this weird goofy mask on, uh, and Abar. Jumps off of the little landing of the stairs and starts attacking him. And they fight and they fight, and then uh, every, you know Doctor Kincaid and his family run in and uh, oh no, hey, that's my brother! Don't you know? Mm-hmm. Like, what are you doing and sneaking into the house? So it was kind of a you know funny, funny misunderstanding. Right. He's lucky Abar didn't kill him. That is true. That
1: is one hundred percent true. You
0: know, you know why I didn't kill him? Uh huh. There was no theme music.
1: That is true. Yeah. Theme
0: music didn't hit. That means, you know. It's okay. It's okay.
1: If the music hits, usually it's your cue that That's something's powered to powered up. Yes.
0: And uh, Abar's going, you know, do some work.
1: Exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so so uh, the Kincaids all hang out, and then Abar takes the kids back upstairs yeah. to go to sleep. And then they have the dream, the kid, the he little told boy, him. He
0: told the kid about... Um, uh, Dead Eye Dick. Dead Eye Dick, the, the yeah. legendary outlaw, or gunfighter, not yep. outlaw. And he, uh, <laughs> he had a dream about. <laughs> <laughs> this was so good. Uh, the kid dreams about, uh, he, the kid has a dream where he and his family are uh, uh, farmers. Like ranchers, they, are yeah, like Ranchers, family. yeah, farmers. They, they, he gets, Dad got 40 acres and a mule, and um, they've been working the land, and a whole bunch of white people uh, with guns show up and try and shoot them all. Uh, and there's a little gunfight that ensues. And here comes A bar dressed in Western wear.
1: Keep in mind, this gunfight is still just as racist as the rest of the movie. Oh, absolutely. Because all they do is open up. Like, they just show up and start opening up gunfire. You're black.
0: Blam, 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 blam. And then basically. it's like,
1: hey, N-word, we don't want you here. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You got 30 seconds to get off your land yeah.
0: or we're going to shoot you. And I'm like, you just spent the first 10 minutes shooting at them. Doesn't make any sense.
1: <laughs> no, It doesn't. It doesn't.
0: Uh, but Abar shows up. No, well, not Abar. But he's, he's Dead Eye Dick. Yes. In, in this, uh, and he proceeds to shoot all but one of the bad guys, and has and lets him go. Yes. To tell you, you know, it's very western. You know, kind of cliches. Um, so that was the kid's dreams that, that that Abar came and saved his family.
1: He 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 says, Dead Eye Dick stands for Smart Black N word. Who said that? A-bar. When he, that's what he told the guy that he let live.
0: Oh, I forgot that. Yeah. I forgot a lot of this movie. Yeah. <laughs> I, didn't, I, I didn't take notes like you did.
1: I, well, I, I, I tried to pay as much attention to the details as I could. Cause yeah. I, I wanted to find a lot to say about it. Yeah, Because yeah. there's, there's a lot to say.
0: <laughs> um, So what happened after the dream?
1: Um, after the dream sequence, uh, the, uh, the house so, bomb.
0: That's when the guy was planting the, the
1: guy the, the,
0: straight-up dynamite.
1: Yeah, like the, the the guy from the house committee uh, or whatever, the, the, the yeah, tried neighborhood. Yeah,
0: the guy that tried to buy the house from the
1: him. The guy that tried to buy the house from him, like straight-up puts timed dynamite under the house, trying to plant it, and the son sees him.
0: And he's playing with a little toy gun because yeah. you know, he's had his dream about dead-eye dick.
1: Right, and then the guy takes off running, and he chases the guy out, uh, out into the yard, and he's like, don't come back, da-da-da-da-da. And the kid and the guy gets in the car and just flat out runs the Sun over and I mean they don't they don't hide it they literally show this kid get plowed by the car yeah yeah it was bad it was bad and then uh the- he
0: ran out into the road and was shooting his his cap gun at him. Yeah. And then got run over.
1: Yeah, he got run over and was killed instantly. <sighs> Ooh. And then uh the parents were like, and then the mom was like crying. Oh, shoot. And everybody in the neighborhood was just standing there staring at him like they didn't care. Yeah. You know, and uh watering uh, their plants and stuff. And she's like, saying, you all killed my son. You're all murderers. You're all murderers. Yeah. And they were just like. I'm going back inside. Yeah. Like literally, they were just. I'm, I'm going back like inside. Whatever. whatever. You, you deal with that. That's all. That's I got a roast
0: in the oven. Uh, you yeah. know, or whatever. I got to go put the pie in the window. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> you know, nobody, nobody cared. Um. So. Uh,
0: yeah, it was rough.
1: Yeah, it was rough. The wife leaves. Uh, the dad. The wife leaves. Uh, Doctor Kincaid.
0: She yeah. She takes her daughter and goes to. Chicago, I think she go to Chicago? I thought she went to stay with his brother. Uh, I think they went to Chicago. Anyway. But
1: his brother's from Chicago. Okay. Something like that. Yeah. Well, she went to Chicago. Okay, yeah.
0: Yeah. Anyway, she took the, she took the remaining child that they had and, and said, you know, it's too dangerous to, to stay here. You yeah. need to come with us. And, of course, Dr. Kincaid says, you know, I'm at a crucial stage in my work and I can't, I can't just abandon it. I can't just right. pick up and leave. I, that's that's yeah. essentially what he says. He doesn't put it like that. But right. It's, it's he, it was the was same lot, thing. It was a lot more boring the way he said it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this guy was so dry.
1: <laughs> it was. That's probably going to be the most difficult part of the movie is just listening to Doctor Kincaid talk. Yeah. He mumbles a lot.
0: Like he mumbles. He mumbles a lot. Most of his lines are like he's hold, reading it off of a card.
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna try and read something as if I'm Doctor Kincaid. Yeah. Hold on. If maybe it's for irony, or simply a better bounce. Uh, the movie intended <laughs> to challenge black sports chasing stereotypes as a finance by prostitution money and filmed in and around the working Bordello.
0: That's spot on. <laughs> there it is. That's <laughs> spot on, yeah. He was, uh, yeah, he had. I couldn't tell, like, I, I kept going back and forth. Does he have a weird accent or is he just. That I, bad at talking. I you think know?
1: <laughs> he was trying to be. You know how when people try to be like upper class and yeah. they tend to want to sound like they're from like England? Because I guess. Okay, yeah. I think he was trying you to try and put like, on airs? Yeah, put on that. Yeah, so he's like, yeah. upon completion, like, you know, yeah. Super Black would have been there on the on screen title Bar, Like yeah. that. But he was doing that except he can't really speak yeah. loudly, so he's just mumbling most of it.
0: There's also okay. like, um, like in my English classes and stuff like that. You would have, they would have us read aloud sometimes, and it was always that one kid who basically just was reading a word and then read another word and read another instead of reading complete sentences. Right. And and stringing it together in a way that sounds like a complete sentence. Right. He's just reading the word and then the okay. next word after it. That's, okay. that's kind of how like this cadence was off. Right. You know, and and that's that's sort of like what i felt it's like he read bits
1: and pieces of his lines yeah and yeah i had a guy like that in my spanish class yeah he'd be like buenos nachos tostitos (laughs) doritos
0: (laughs) yeah Uh, obviously doritos has not sponsored cutscene
1: nor uh has tostitos yeah or nachos taco bell taco bell (laughs) (laughs) um Okay. Okay. So so what's next? Okay. So uh, he. Okay. So after the wife leaves, uh, he he kind of starts to lose heart a little bit, but he keeps right. his research going, and he starts fully focusing on it. And at this point, he decides that he wants to give it a human trial. So he. He's tells, been testing it on bunnies. Yeah. So he tells yeah. Abar what it is that he's been working on, because he and Abar had that time, that that talk where they went through the hood. Because Abar, you know, took yeah. him around took him the neighborhood, around. yeah, and uh, he got to see a lot of what what the plight was, and he thought that Abar would be the perfect candidate for it, right? And so, but then uh, he asked Abar like about what he wants to do. And he's like, "Well, there's something wrong with me." He's like, "I want to kill. Sometimes I just want to go kill somebody. All the anger, all the anger about the situation, about the racism, and everything yeah. makes him want to kill people." And so he has second, he starts second guessing himself. Um, I didn't, I didn't mention it, but he did tell Abar what it was that uh, he had been working on. And it's basically a formula that makes a person superhuman and it, you become invincible. <laughs> like you can't be hurt. Yeah. And uh, it takes like, I think three <laughs> hours to take effect.
0: And you remember then, how he, have he demonstrated that though? Uh, no, no. He had a cage with a rabbit in it. That's right. And pulled out a revolver. <laughs> <laughs> and, just, and pumped right. two rounds into that bunny. And the bunny forty four. Yeah, and Bunny was just looking at him like, what? And, and the funny thing is And then he gave the gun to the A bar, and A-bar looked at it, and made sure there were real bullets, and then pumped a few more. Bunny was fine. He was like, Huh. <laughs> like All right. they they didn't
1: they didn't even like like he didn't flinch yeah. or anything. He didn't he wasn't like Oh my God, you're about to put a, you're about to shoot a rabbit with yeah. a freaking 44. <laughs> nothing. nothing. He was just like, uh-huh. I'm just gonna watch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
0: no emotion. Yeah.
1: no, nothing. It was like that, that, that whole sequence was improvised.
0: Well, now I think part of the reason that Abar didn't have a lot of emotions uh, visibly uh, mm-hmm. is that he didn't have eyebrows. I'm pretty sure he had alopecia which means you know no hair cuz cuz every once in a while they would give a close up of his eyes. Yeah. He didn't even have eyelashes.
1: That is true. So that is true. Um,
0: So yeah, that that's going to hinder your em- emoting.
1: But a but bit. still, I mean a sound, a flinch, nothing. He just <laughs> sat there and was just like hmm. And then he gives him the gun and he's like looks at it like normal yeah. and he's just like bang bang bang. Yeah, That's crazy. Yeah.
0: <laughs> like I mean, I don't want that. No, I mean that's not.
1: <laughs> yeah. oh, I'm sorry. I would probably freak out if I saw something like that. Yeah. And then he said he didn't want to do it.
0: Yeah. And then uh, He's like no, I he he said something like um, he wanted to 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 affect a, a positive change, but in in normal ways, you know, right. Working through the system, that kind of thing, and he didn't need this, this this, uh, this I don't know special powers or whatever
1: right and that's when he told him he had that thing about wanting to kill and then the doctor was like well i don't want you to do it and then he's like he's like well i think you're the wrong person for it blah blah blah
0: didn't realize you had emotional instabilities or something
1: like that yeah it turned into this big fight and then abar uh i think doesn't he leave
0: somebody shot somebody shot at the front door
1: yeah somebody shot at the front door and he We've got, skipped a lot because yeah. the
0: movie took a long time to get here.
1: Yeah, and then he got shot.
0: He got shot later though. He'd already he'd already taken the formula.
1: Did he take it? Did he he take it?
0: Yeah. He somebody shot at the door and um,
1: it made him mad.
0: Made him mad. He went back down into the lab and um, and got that's it. when he made his confession like he's like, "You know, I I I, sometimes I just get so mad I want to kill, I want to kill these people that are trying to kill us and and trying to you know do us harm. Right. Um, And so that's when Dr. Ben Carson realized that uh, maybe John Abar is not the guy. Uh, But then
1: Abar they get into a fight. Abar takes the solution anyway. Yeah, he
0: takes the stuff anyway. Yeah. And uh, he's like, No, no, what are you doing? You can't do that. And and, Um, then he leaves. He takes off. Um, and then he's riding his motorcycle, which was a very cool motorcycle. Um, and he's riding his motorcycle, and it's it's a uh, nighttime, and he sees the cops, um, sees the cops roughing up a guy. Yeah, right? like
1: they plant a gun on him, like they, they chase, yeah, the cuts. cops
0: chase him into an alley. Yeah, and
1: and then they shoot him. They
0: shoot him. They no, just shoot him. Yeah, for no reason. Uh, the guy was like, he didn't even. Have, one of the cops said he didn't even have a gun. Well, I can fix that, and he pulled. He pulls out another gun and puts it in the dead guy's hand. Right. Well, Abar is standing on the top of the wall at the end of this alley and that's says, right. I saw that. I saw what you just did. Well, they shoot him <laughs> right in the shoulder.
1: Yeah, that's right.
0: And oh, sorry. No, you're good. They shoot him right in the shoulder. And, uh, so <laughs> Abar just dives back off of the wall and, and gets away,
1: gets on his motorcycle and drives away. Yeah. And, uh, Doctor Kincaid, or Dr. Ben Carson, whatever you want to call him. Yeah. He's he's driving around all night trying to find him. Yeah. He goes up to where the, the kid got shot and he's like, I'm a doctor. Oh, let me see what's going on. And they're like, Yeah, that Abar kid shot him. And so the, the police blamed A yeah. bar for the, the shooting. Yeah. Um and My uh,
0: worst fears have come true. That's
1: exactly what he said. <laughs> My worst fears have come true. <laughs>
0: You do that so good, um, <laughs> uh, yeah. But so he's he's driving around all night looking for for John Abar. Well, Abar, I don't know the the name of that park. It's a it's a it's a famous it's a landmark uh, in in Los Angeles. Yeah. With these sort of, um, they, from a little ways off, they look like they're just wireframe or. or, or hmm. Um. Anyway. Like uh, this, I can't
1: remember the name of the park either. I was thinking I could find it, but
0: but um. We'll, we'll figure it out. But anyway, um, so he's been sitting there for a few hours and just kind of staring off into the distance mm-hmm. uh, when his crew find him and they're like, hey, what's the deal? What are you doing? And he's just staring. He's just staring. Yeah. Uh, and uh, then the cops show up. They find, they find him and say, okay, well, there he is. We're going to have to shoot him. And there's a quick... Uh, Firefight between John's. Uh, John Abar's crew and the police.
1: It's like two. Or, no, four police officers. Yeah. Four police officers.
0: Then uh, I guess the abilities manifest. Yeah. And that's when it. Gets, <laughs> <laughs> that's when it gets good. Okay.
1: This is when the movie gets weird. So he's his superpowers. Involve being able to affect the neighborhood or affect people's hearts. To make them do good deeds. Heart, hearts and minds. Hearts and minds. So the police stop shooting. And they start, they're like, man, I don't want to do this anymore. I guess I'm going to go
0: home. Yeah, one of them's, one of them's like, I'm going to go home and, and get drunk or something like that. And another guy, the, like, the the cops basically just pair off and start wrestling. Like, yeah. They fight each
1: other. They start fighting each other because these like... You're black. I don't like you. Like, it's literally like, they're like, oh, you're black and I don't like you. And they start fighting each other. Yeah. And, and, and Abar's crew's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> and so Abar is like shown walking through town and uh, in a new
0: suit, in a new suit. Somehow he's gotten this new suit. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that he just created it with his new psychic yeah. powers. And
1: it's not, and it's not a superhero suit. It's just, it's a three piece. like. It's a good looking suit. It's a good looking suit. It's like men's warehouse suit. <laughs> yeah. Not sponsored. and so uh, he's like he sees this kid who snatches a purse and takes off running and then for some reason the kid starts running backwards and gives the purse back yeah you know because Abar stared at him
0: he's trying to he he, he keeps running and keeps running but something is like knocking him down or making him stop and take a breath yeah and then, uh, whoa, finally he turns around and runs backwards and gives the, gives the purse back and collapses on the, on the pavement. Yeah. <laughs> Just because he's so exhausted from all of this forced running. Oh, gosh. There's uh, like three or four guys sitting outside of a liquor store, uh, drinking out of their paper bags and smoking and eating garbage or whatever. And uh, not garbage, but eating, eating stuff that's not good for him. Right. And he stares at them and they get a get a close up on his eyes on Johnny Barr's eyes it's creepy creepy eyes creepy. and uh, and he's just kind of staring at him and and there's there's like this look that he gives everybody that he that he stares at and it's just sort of like you need to be better and then all of a sudden they're drinking milk instead of you know That's liquor
1: right yeah oh my gosh so yeah so he goes through the neighborhood doing these
0: weird ridiculous Things with his powers. Yeah, there was it, a um, a church service letting out. Yeah. Oh, excuse me. Uh, there was a church sur- service letting out, uh, and the priest uh, got into a like a very expensive car. Yeah. Right. And yeah. It had, was like he, a Bentley. He had like gold, a couple of gold rings on, and uh, he got into his nice, uh, nice, really expensive car, and Johnny Barrow was like just stared at him, and turned to that car. <laughs> into a horse and buggy for some reason. I guess because the, the priest was skimming off the top, yeah. you know, stealing from the collection plate, you know, exactly. while, while his people, the the, the parishioners, uh, didn't, you know, didn't have that much, but they were still giving to the church and, you know, buying his fancy car. So right. I mean, that's what I gathered from.
1: That's what I think we were know. supposed to. And, and so
0: the priest took off on his uh, horse and buggy and... Uh, <laughs> Which was, which still that's you know
1: yeah,
0: it's a horse. It's nothing. It's nothing to sneeze at. Okay. <laughs> An-
1: anyway, I mean unless, it's still no less ridiculous. Though, yeah. I mean. It is.
0: Um, then there were some kids. Uh, they were on the corner, uh, were they playing dice? Yeah. Gambling, you know, money and all that. And Johnny Bar stares at them for a little <laughs> while, <laughs> gives them that look, and then they graduated college.
1: <laughs> that was the best one. Yeah, like he stared. He <laughs> stared at all these kids playing dice on the street, and next thing you know, they're walking. They're all five of them, uh, they're all different ages, walking out of that college.
0: Yeah, diplomas, like, in, diplomas hand, in hand, cap and gown, cap and gown. Yeah, and so yeah, it it, I, it just was weird. The, I mean, I get I, okay, <laughs> I get that he's 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 saying. You need to be better. You need to do something more with your life. I get that. That's a good message. But the way he got around to it was just sort of like, I'm going to force you into this. Um, And that just seems kind of, I don't know,
1: evil? Well, he did say he would force you. Oh, and let's not forget Uh, that during this entire time we're hearing snippets from Martin Luther King's I Have a Dream speech. Oh, that's
0: right. Every time he stares at somebody, you get a little... Piece of the speech. Uh, yeah,
1: every time he stares at somebody. Yeah, and it started, I think, around the time that he first, that we first see him as the Superman. Yeah. Uh, or was whatever. It with, was it with the cops? Yeah.
0: And a little bit of the yeah. Yeah,
1: because that he was just sitting there, and you could hear it over yeah. black, and then it faded up to where he was. Yeah. And then uh, it kept going throughout the sequence. Yeah. Um. You know. Uh. Oh, I missed out and I missed an N word. By the way, I want to apologize. (laughs) I'm going to go back to where the cop shot the guy that implanted the gun on him. They didn't have lights on, and he gets out of the car and says, "Freeze!" N word.
0: Oh, that's right. Yeah, Yeah.
1: that was it. (laughs) Sorry, I had to to put that in to make sure I get them all collected. Make sure
0: you get them all noted.
1: All noted. (laughs) But uh, so after he's uh, so going back to the the end after he's done you know super i guess supermanning the town yeah. he goes back to talk to the doctor yeah and he's like well i have all these powers and they're great and i can i can make changes but if i use them for selfish gain they go yeah. away so right. i'm like how did you know this how do you know the, this the
0: man can manifest suits and milk and college graduates <laughs> i think he knows a little bit about his own powers
1: you think he might know a little bit about his own kryptonite?
0: Yeah, I think I think that uh, the, uh, the there, there's this cosmic knowledge that comes with, you know,
1: being able to being
0: able to manifest a horse and buggy
1: for your uh, bad preacher.
0: Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I you know I just sort of I I let that go. Okay. You know.
1: And I think the wife. Didn't the wife come home? I
0: think the wife does come home. Yeah, the wife
1: so. comes home with the daughter, and everybody's hugging and smiling. Oh!
0: Oh! Just remember. Ooh! Oh! Ooh! The big one. Ooh! 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 Okay.
1: So, so this all was, is well.
0: All is well. Johnny Barr is, is cleaning up the, the streets.
1: Cleaned up the streets. The family
0: is back together. <laughs> The racist lady from the beginning of the movie
1: oh. that, that dropped
0: at least two N-bombs. Uh, and called the kid a pickin' And any. called the kid a pickin' any, the one that passed out. She... <laughs> 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 All right, this is the wrap-up of the movie, and uh, Dr. Kincaid and his family are, and, and I believe John A. Bear's out there as well, uh, on the sidewalk in front of his house. And she comes up and says, "You know, Oh, before that, though, there was the group of people, like the the big group of like people with the picket signs and all that, trying yeah. to. Like, and and John Aber stares at them and sends them into the phantom zone. That's right. That? they were walking That's... down the street and there's hurricane force wind. Uh, yeah. And they all they the were people just... that were protesting, all the neighbors yeah. that protested. Ooh, there. that was <laughs> creepy. He sent them into the phantom zone because because the, uh, the like they were walking down the street and this phantom wind came out of nowhere, and they're all walking into the wind. And then the picture just gets smaller and smaller and smaller, like you're irising out, but it's square. It looks just like the Phantom Zone. Yeah. Uh, okay, so Dr. Kincaid and his family and John Abar are, you know, wrapping up the story uh, okay. right there on the on the sidewalk in front of his house. <laughs> and the racist neighbor lady comes out and apologizes. She says, I want to apologize uh, for the way I've behaved and for the things that I've done, stuff like that. She says... <laughs> she says uh, she says I've she says I was I was angry and, and mean to you because I'm black and I've been passing for white this whole time this is the whitest lady you've ever seen mm-hmm. there's no like way my doctor the, the reason I why know I passed that out. because uh, I knew I already knew this because I called your doctor That's... and he said you have sickle cell anemia
1: yes
0: Oh my gosh. Yes. What a twist. What a twist. <laughs> um yeah. Uh, best part of the movie. <laughs> just kills us. Oh, wait. Just killed us. That's the
1: footnote you're left with. Yeah. It all is well roll credits. Yep. That was it.
0: Roll the theme song. Yeah. Um <laughs> So <sighs> Okay, so Wrapping up. Wrapping up. I, I feel like, like I said, I feel like this movie had <laughs> had
1: a know your doctor said that you had sickle cell.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh. Oh, oh, So, uh, this um, I feel like this movie had a had a positive message. Uh, I feel like it. It's. At least its heart was in the right place. Just the execution was... Uh, granted, again, like we said, a lot of rookies, I think, on this production. Mm-hmm. you know, the, the, It's probably the first movie that the uh, Louisiana Pimp ever put together. Uh, so you can't really fault him on that. Um, but um, I, I was thinking about it. And this plot uh, and some of these story elements... Uh, like like to me, it screams like 60s and 70s Marvel comics to me. Like if, if you if you took this story, you could structure it differently. Yeah. And 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 keep almost keep it the same, but structure it differently and have a really good like a 60s or 70s uh, Marvel comic. You know, kind of along the the lines of, like, uh, Luke Cage, Heroes for Hire, that kind of thing. It would be really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but, it just, like I said, it, it just sort of got lost in the execution for me.
1: Yeah. Well, um, I guess that's what happens when you when your hookers ain't bringing in your bills. <laughs> <laughs> you can't pay the rent.
0: Oh, my gosh.
1: Because <laughs> it's hard out here for a pimp. <laughs>
0: <sighs> <laughs> I had to go there. Yeah. No, I'm, no, no! I understand. I'm so sorry.
1: No, I get it. I... You know, I mean, it's all in that money, man. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh gosh. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh wonderful. Okay, Good so, time. so, so, what are your thoughts? What do what you think as okay. far as as far as, uh, as, far as w- what this movie tried to accomplish?
1: I think that the movie tried to tell a story, um, albeit like most <clears throat> '70s black exploitation films with the most extreme standards Yeah. Uh, or with the most extreme um, methods, s- methods. They tried to tell a story about, um, what we see even today, uh, in society is that racial divide, that racial prejudice and how, you know, uh, there are people that are actively trying to, you know, tear those walls down. Mm. And, um, It's interesting that you're able to see, like, that they show you in plain sight the the, the, the amount of hatred that's around you. And And we
0: we laugh because it's it's so overt.
1: Right. But it's unbelievable. But then when you look at stuff like what happened in Charlottesville and stuff like that, you're like, wow, these guys really don't have to wear masks. I mean, this lady straight up. Went to this family and called them inwards to their faces. Yeah. And did there's Nazis in their front yard. Yeah. So uh, and it, it it it's it's insane to me. But um, I think the the movie tries to preach a really good message. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I don't really know. Uh, I don't really think that it did a good job at telling that story um, coherently. Yeah. I mean, the the movie was pretty coherent, but the the message behind it yep. it, it gets lost in translation, um, I think. But there are moments where you can really see what it's trying to say, mm-hmm. and then it just kind of undercuts it with something, yeah, you know, crazy.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I would agree with that.
1: I think the movie would have been fine without the last fifteen minutes.
0: Without all the staring. Yeah. Well then. Wait but wait I guess minute. wait a
1: minute but I guess I guess when you think about it I mean that's what the whole thing was building It was building towards building towards the, that but the, the black Superman but the problem the, the problem I have with that is it's not tearing down those walls' You're, like you, the yeah. whole movie preaches this message You're but right. yet um, the, it, it's almost like it forgets about the message that it's trying to preach with Dr. Kincaid yeah. and focuses on the message that. Uh, Abar was trying to teach about black people not being good enough to themselves yep. or something like that or blaming uh, their their poverty on whites. But mm-hmm. then, you know, he doesn't do anything about that. It's just, uh, oh, well, you kids go to school or you guys need to be drinking milk and not, not liquor, yeah. uh, you know, uh, stuff like that. He was fixing Fossil those problems. Fossil fuels are,
0: are killing this planet. You need to drive a horse. Instead. Exactly.
1: Instead of uh, you know, your Escalade getting 13 miles to the gallon, yeah. or whatever. <laughs> so it's like a, it's like, it, it it tried to teach two messages at once. And I think that the Superman message, or the the Superman part, um, didn't follow through with the message that the movie was trying to teach. Yeah. And the whole reason why the Superman formula quote you know potion whatever was invented in the first place yeah um so that that you know that's what i think i think it had really good messages i just think that you know i think with a little bit more tweaking this story could have
0: yeah
1: you know there were a lot of loose ends that were
0: well and i kind of feel like uh, (laughs) um granted i don't I don't know, and I, you know, this is just my, this is my speculation, but I kind of feel like some of that can be attributed to the fact that um, that, that they ran out of money uh, for the production, or had to hand the production off to somebody else. And and for me, uh, a, a novice filmmaker is going to basically try and shoot in sequence, right? You know, where, whereas you know, films today you can shoot the last scene first, and you shoot, you have a schedule. Based on the scenes that you need for the movie,
1: exactly, and the location, and the locations available,
0: and the actors' availability, that kind of thing. I mean, this one. I believe it probably would have just been like, all right, day one, we're shooting the first scene, and we're going to keep going. Right. Uh, so by the end of the movie, they had to sort of hurry things along, you know. And uh, oh, granted, this is just me speculating, um, but I feel like that that would have been part of the reason that the that that it was so quickly resolved, so to mm-hmm. speak. Um, and I feel like they could have done more if they had paced themselves, I guess. Right. So, right. Um, but, yeah. So, overall, kind of a fun movie, you know? It was fun. Um, like, it was... I said, like I said, it has a good message. Um, and it has has some moments. Really
1: hard to watch, but fun yeah. when you do. <laughs> um, I encourage you, if you get the chance to watch it, um... It's it's a hoot.
0: Yeah.
1: Um I didn't hate it this time. Yeah. It didn't you know it didn't hurt me the first time I watched it. It just it was just kind of like oh my gosh. Like Ugh. yeah. <laughs> but uh this time around I watched it. I I thoroughly enjoyed it. It was cheesy in all the right all the right ways. It yeah. was hard to watch in all the right ways. It was, yeah. it was just it was, just, it was it was, it was good. I I don't know. I'm not even going to rate it. I'll just say watch it. I recommend it.
0: You don't want to give it a star rating? I'm not going to give it a star. I think I'm going to okay. move away from the stars. Okay. Um, I'd give it, I, I was going to say, the first time we watched it, I probably would have given it maybe a star and a half, maybe two stars. Yeah. Until I learned about the pimp and all of that, and the motorcycle gang and all that. Gave it an extra star for that, so I would say three stars for me.
1: Three stars.
0: But uh, yes. if you, we can move away from the the star rating. Well,
1: you we don't have to. I mean, it's just you know, it's whatever. Can come up with a different system. We we gotta find a system. I just yeah. I just say go watch it. Oh, yeah, I yeah. enjoy no, it. No,
0: it's it's definitely worth a watch.
1: It's worth a watch. I think most movies are worth a watch, but this one definitely is worth a watch. Yeah. Um. It's, just be it's, sure that you watch it during the day. Yeah. Somewhere around noon, where you're yeah. wide awake
0: less likely to fall asleep
1: you're less likely to fall asleep yeah. when it slows down because it slows down and when dr kincaid is talking he'll put you to sleep because Oh man he is he is probably one of the most he has no screen presence he is very <laughs> he is not charismatic at all yeah. he, he cannot carry a scene
0: he's like cinematic nyquil
1: there you go that's the best way to describe <laughs> it you having trouble sleeping watch a bar black superman so yeah. fast forward to about halfway through the movie Oof. And just get ready to
0: well now i will say this <clears throat> when he was um when he was arguing uh with a bar about the uh the he was trying to convince him to take the formula mm-hmm. in that scene dude he turned it up yeah his his acting went from like two to like eight uh as far as Effort given. Right. You know, uh, I was like, man, where has this guy been the entire movie? I wanted, like, this kind of passion, this kind of fire from... He was asleep. Yeah, he was asleep <laughs> the rest of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he finally, you know, they, they zapped him with a cattle prod or something and woke him up. He's like, oh. Poured some coffee down him. It's and, time for me to start huh? <laughs> and, and he was enunciating. You could, yeah. you could actually understand his, you know, mm-hmm. speech for the most part. I was like, man, that's, that's some impressive... Compared to what he was doing, that's some impressive acting. Yeah. Um, so, I forgot to mention that earlier. Oh, well, no, no, no. You're fine. Yeah. Well, that was fun. Yeah, um, it was good. Yeah.
1: I w- watch the movie yeah. if you can. Watch it. It's really good. We'll cut the show here. Yeah. And, uh, you know, hopefully you guys uh, give us some feedback. Let us know what you think. Yeah. If you I got any, know,
0: any suggestions for movies, you know, let us know in the comments.
1: I don't really know what our next show is, but I can give you a clue. It's probably going to be about a black superhero. Probably. But we don't know who yet. We got several options. Blank Man's out there.
0: Blank Man's out there. Meteor
1: with... Man's out there. You yep. remember that guy, don't you?
0: Yep. Black got... Panther's out there. We got Blade. We got three Blade movies.
1: Steel. Steel.
0: And a couple other, you know. Yeah, a couple other. A couple other nuggets that might, uh, might, might make its way in. Yeah,
1: so... Uh, You know, stay tuned. Keep listening. Let us know what you think.